0: Elections, with all their jargon and ritual, can sometimes feel like a religious experience, especially the process of voting itself. I mean, sometimes those polling locations are in actual churches. And for Arkansas voters this November, one new ballot measure is putting faith and religion front and center. Hi, I'm Daniel Carruth, and this is Natural Election. Your guide to the 2022 midterms in arkansas and in today's episode we're tackling ballot issue three or the arkansas religious freedom amendment what is it why do we need it or not need it and what happens if it passes first let's start off with that title The actual title of the ballot measure is this, An Amendment to the Arkansas Constitution to Create the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment and to Provide that Government May Never Burden a Person's Freedom of Religion Except in the Rare Circumstance that the Government Demonstrates that Application of the Burden to the Person is in Furtherance of a Compelling Government Interest and is the Least Restrictive Means of Furthering that Compelling Government Interest. Did you catch all that? No? Okay, let's break it down. So the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution says everyone has the right to practice their own religion or no religion at all. In Arkansas, voters went even further back in 1874, establishing a freedom of religion provision in our state constitution. That's Article 2, Section 24, which says, All men have a natural and indefeasible right to worship Almighty God, according to the dictates of their own consciences. It also states no authority can interfere with the right of conscience or faith, and that no one religion or faith will be given preference by-law over another. And then, in 2015, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Restoration Act was signed into law by Governor Asa Hutchinson. It essentially says government cannot place a substantial burden on someone's religious freedom unless it furthers a compelling government interest in the least restrictive way possible. And this amendment, ballot issue 3, will make that law enshrined in the state's constitution. So you may be asking yourself, why this issue now?
1: It is unconscionable that they would threaten to take away the livelihood, which means they're attacking the pursuit of happiness, of the people of the state because they have a religious or medical exception that they wish to pursue, an exemption to say they don't want to take an injection into their bodies.
0: That was Senator Jason Rapert of Arkansas District 35 speaking to 4029 News earlier this year. Rapert is one of the bill's sponsors. We reached out to his office for comment, but did not hear back. Holly Dixon is with the Arkansas branch of the American Civil Liberties Union and she says the restrictions and laws that were put in place around COVID-19 sparked legislators like Rapert to push for a religious freedom amendment.
2: One of the sponsors of this was Senator Jason Rapert, who has long been known to try to use religious liberty in order to uh, not have to comply with or recognize other civil rights, whether it's privacy, autonomy, equality, etc.,
0: She says ballot issue three may seem simple, give people more religious freedom, but it could have unintended consequences.
2: Of course, religious liberty is a fundamental right, but it cannot be used as an excuse to target harm or discriminate against people. And for every generation of civil rights laws that we've passed in this country, there have been religious objections and attempts to use religious liberty as a guise to skirt civil rights laws. But in addition to that, it opens a Pandora's box of potential claims and defenses for all civil and criminal cases. Um, It would create a new argument or defense for having to comply with any or all state, local, civil, or criminal laws.
0: Jerry Cox with the Arkansas Family Council, a conservative research group based in Little Rock, says he doesn't believe people would use the amendment as a shield for inconvenient laws.
1: And so it doesn't give religious people just a blank check to go out here and break laws. Or uh, It just says that if the government is going to need to regulate religious freedom, they have to do it in the least restrictive way possible And that really is in keeping with case law from around the country and here in Arkansas that's been established by the courts for years and years. And so it strikes a really good balance between the rights of the people to exercise their faith as they see fit, but also gives the government the power to step in and say, you know what, you're breaking the law, you can't do that, we are going to burden your free exercise of religion If it's illegal uh, today, it'll still be illegal if this amendment passes.
0: Ultimately, he says the idea is to grant civil protections for people of faith, and he means people of every faith.
1: Well, somebody asked me the other day, they said, will this allow people to, uh, Satan worshipers? (laughs) And I just laughed and said, they could already have a satanic church. They could already worship Satan if they want to. It's their right under freedom of religion. That's the kind of country we live in. Now, they can't break the law. If they break the law, they can go to jail. But you can worship whatever you want to, and um, you have the freedom to do that today. You'll still have the freedom to do that under this amendment. Um, And I'm okay with that because that's the kind of country we are.
0: So if that's the case, then what exactly does Issue 3 do that the U.S. and state constitution don't when it comes to religious liberty?
1: Burden at times, and so it clarifies in there that they can't burden it unless the government has a compelling reason to do so, and they have to do it in the least restrictive means possible. And I think most people around the country just intuitively know that religious freedom has kind of been viewed as a second-class right. Freedom of speech, yeah, it's first class. But, you know, the founders of our country felt so strongly about freedom of religion and rights of conscience that they, they put it right there in the First Amendment.
0: But Holly Dixon argues this measure doesn't exactly strike a balance.
2: Essentially, um... Issue three elevates religious freedom and exercise above all other rights guaranteed to us by the Arkansas constitution, including equal protection under the law, the right to vote, the right to hold and run for office, to choose who we do and do not associate with the right to education, rights to privacy, all other rights would be secondary to uh, religious exercise. So, This is a really radical um, change to the way that our rights are balanced in this country.
0: And the Freedom of Religion Amendment offers little guidance for how courts could or should interpret claims. Religion itself can be hard to pin down, and it's notably undefined in this amendment. And a clause in the amendment states religious freedom claims should be liberally construed, Dixon refers back to the 2015 act that issue three is based on.
2: This is really a copycat of what was proposed in 2015 when there was the hysteria over marriage equality coming to the United States. Um, so it's it's really just the same old drumbeat, um, new, you know, new year.
0: That legislation initially had language that would have allowed businesses and individuals to not comply with anti-discrimination laws based on religious belief. It was later replaced. But Dixon says Issue 3 opens the door for similar problems.
2: But I mean, everything from traffic tickets to fire codes to laws on, you know, all the criminal laws, whether it's child abuse, domestic abuse, etc., are opened up to new defenses and then not only that but people could sue government actors whether it's police or any other clerk that works for city county uh, or state government to be then subject to a claim this would really force every every government employee to on the spot have to conduct some constitutional analysis on religious liberty that there's not um, There's not any guidance to how this would play out. And so that's why I say it really opens a Pandora's box. So
0: for the average person who goes to church or exercises their faith day to day, what does this amendment mean? Evan Garner is a rector with St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Fayetteville. He says he doesn't think the amendment gives anything people in his church don't already have.
3: I think on the surface, the ballot initiative seems to want to enshrine again what feels like has already been enshrined in the US Constitution. I I don't know if this is one of those issues where it will actually have no real impact on the lives of the people of the state other than that the people who vote for it might get a little uh, credit in the minds of their constituents. Uh, I I don't know enough about the implications of it. But it feels like the ballot initiative is basically saying, are you glad we have the First Amendment?
0: And as for religious liberty being second class, Garner says he's not so sure about that. Even during the pandemic when churches had to close, Garner says he didn't feel like this was a violation. Uh, We...
3: Throughout the pandemic, we were grateful for local, state and national leaders who would give us as much information as they had about uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic. We were grateful for responsible leadership. Um, As a congregation, we tended to be more cautious and careful than a lot of other businesses, organizations or institutions. We recognize that we have a number of vulnerable people. Um, And so we never felt like we wanted to do something that we weren't allowed to because of COVID restrictions. So that, that really wasn't an issue for us. Ballot initiative number three seems to be a reflection of increased concern in the wider community that, um, that the interests of the state and the interests of people of faith are opposed or at least in tension with each other. And, and often I find that's not the case.
0: So a quick recap. A vote for ballot issue three, the Arkansas Religious Freedom Amendment, means you support prohibiting the burden of government on a person's religious freedom unless there's a compelling reason to do so. And a vote against means, well, the opposite. For more on this and other ballot measures, you can go to KUAF.com slash vote. We'll be right back. KUAF is your source for news and entertainment both on the air and in your podcast feed. With podcasts like Ozarks at Large, Points of Departure, The Lunch Hour, and Undisciplined, you can rely on KUAF to bring you a diverse lineup of culture and news whenever you need it. Find our entire lineup of podcasts at kuaf.com slash podcast. This is Natural Election. If you love listening to the podcast, you can see us live next week at the Pryor Center in downtown Fayetteville. Yes, we'll have a live taping of the podcast all about why your vote matters. That's Tuesday, September 27th at the Pryor Center, starting at 6 p.m. Natural Election is a podcast production of KUAF and Ozarks at Large. It's hosted by me, Daniel Carruth. My co hosts are Rachel Sanchez-Smith and Matthew Moore. Matthew also produces and mixes each episode. For information on ballot measures, voting, registration, and all election details, you can just go to KUAF.com slash vote. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you
3: next week.